Attention Patriots, this is The Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. and shine liberty loving patriots welcome to the chris ann hall daily journal chris ann hall here k-r-i-s-a-n-n-e-h-a-l-l.com where we are liberty over security principle over party and truth over your favorite personality i'm so glad to have you here with me today on youtube on roku on fire stick on google tv samsung tv uh spotify Man, I don't even know, uh, Anchor FM, how many other places we are. And I just want to say hello to everyone out there on our terrestrial stations as well. We are so happy to have you here at the Liberty First Training Center while we are in the midst of the, you know, JC, I was about to say of the greatest insanity that we've seen in a long time, but JC is sort of. He's made me cringe at that because the millennials are always like, These, this is the greatest football player. This is the greatest athlete. This is the greatest this, the greatest that. And and they're, the, the pool from which they draw from is about that deep, right? So, But I, I, I know history, and I'm trying to think back into the time of American history when things were this controversial. And the thing that comes to mind is, maybe John Adams and the Sedition Act <laughs> when John Adams got sick and tired of of hearing the congressman and the and the and the uh, journalists call him a fat pompous king and he started prosecuting everybody after the Sedition Act and I mean I I can't even imagine I mean it's the same kind of arbitrary kind of authority that's being exercised here in America today and and in in yeah in the house right so um i just this is just crazy i don't even know how you move beyond this and the thing that comes to mind is in the meantime all this other stuff has to happen all this other stuff is going on and yet we're still completely consumed by the house circus and i have uh, JC is here with me today. He's not on the mic today, but he's still uh, piloting the submarine today. And I just, man, it just blows my mind at how consumed we have become by by everything that's happening there. And we're going to be talking about that today. I actually have a copy of the House Resolution here today, and we're going to be talking about that. Uh, but first, I want to go into a video from Rand Paul. Because remember, pardon me, but then I'm going to talk about impeachments. After we do the video with Rand Paul, then we're going to talk about impeachment. Because I want us to recognize that there are other things going on. 
And I want to say, even though this isn't, this is very important because of the way the house is just hijacking the government. I mean, this is, this is so out of order. It's, we've called it a political coup on the show. I've called it a political coup in social media. Man, do the libtards hate me when I call it a political coup. They can't even wrap their brain around that. It drives me drives them nuts. But I want to show you this video from Rand Paul because we need to stay focused on the fact that that the deep state is still in control. And I want you to see where over three hundred billion dollars is going every single year. And that ought to be important to you. What's that? Bubba billion, right, JC? Billion. Through over 300 billion with a B of your money goes every single year. So here's Rand Paul. We're here the day before Halloween to talk about zombies. These are not the kind of zombies we see on The Walking Dead or what we might see on our doorstep tomorrow evening. In many ways, these zombies are far scarier. These are zombie government programs that have sometimes not been reauthorized for decades. Since the mid-19th century and reaffirmed in the 74 Budget Act, Congress separated spending bills from the authority and we were supposed to have checks and balance between appropriators and authorizers. In recent decades, though, Congress has failed in its oversight by not reauthorizing the programs it creates. So what are these zombie programs? There are programs Congress created long ago that have since expired and yet somehow live on, continuing to receive appropriations. How big is the problem? Some might say, well, surely it can't be more than a few dozen programs or maybe just a few million dollars. Actually, it's over a thousand programs and three hundred billion dollars. It's a huge problem. What are these zombie programs? Some are ridiculous and well out of date. For example, the Inter-American Foundation spent taxpayer dollars on such things as a clown college in Argentina, welfare in Brazil, and jump-starting the Haitian film industry. When I point these things out, people always ask me how such ridiculous things continue to get funded. Part of the answer is unauthorized spending. The Inter-America Foundation was created in the 1960s and last authorized more than 30 years ago. It is no wonder a lot of people ask, what is the Inter-American Foundation? It's not just bad programs, though. There's a lot of conversation these days about election security. But it would surprise people to learn that the Federal Election Commission was last reauthorized in the 1980s before there was the internet or electronic voting machines. That means the FEC does not have the proper powers or authorities or guidance to address current needs. Or worse, they are making up their own rules as they go. I put forward a solution, a zombie cure, called the Legislative Performances Review Act. This bill would require programs to be reauthorized every four years, creates a targeted point of order against funding such programs, and it provides for an orderly wind-down of exp expired programs, and it asks committees to consider performance evaluations, which Congress has been mandating but ignoring for the past 25 years when authorizing programs. Look, we need to understand there is a huge question that has to be asked first. I mean, Rand Paul says, how do, how do, how do we stop these things from continuing? I want to know how they started in the first place. How do we have Congress 
funding a clown college in Argentina. I mean, seriously, I want an article section and clause for that one right now. Pardon me? <laughs> Congress funding clown colleges. Is that maybe that's where they get their legislators from in Argentina? That's where we get ours from. I tell you what, seriously, I they're three over three hundred billion with a B dollars. Over three hundred billion with a B dollars. And and here's the thing. They keep keep expanding our budget every year by a trillion dollars. How much could we save if we were not funding 300 plus billion dollars? Welfare in other countries, uh, sparking off the film industry in Haiti. What film industry in Haiti? Seriously, I've been to Haiti. I don't even know where they would film stuff in Haiti. They don't, they don't have movie theaters in Haiti. Not only that, they only have electricity certain times of the day. You, seriously, you're going you're gonna to try to fund a film industry in Haiti when these people don't even have running water and electricity. Who's going to buy the stinking tickets? Who's going to go? They don't have a movie theater. Where are they going to go see it? This is, this is insanity. This is the kind of insanity that I want us to look at because I've been talking about this for years now, about how if we had a constitutionally functioning government, we wouldn't have debt building upon debt, building upon debt. We could even have, oh my goodness, JC, we could even have an enormous military complex to rival the entire world. Halliburton could be set for stinking ever if we stopped funding clown colleges in Argentina and Haitian movie industries that don't exist. You know what, JC, there's no Haitian movie industry in, in, in Haiti. I bet there's no clown college in Argentina either. But here's the bigger question that now Rand Paul once again is bringing forward to us. These things are being paid for. They are being funded after they expire. That's why he called them zombie organizations. They literally have no legal life, but we keep feeding them and feeding them and feeding them for 25 years. JC, how many people work in these organizations that have been getting taxpayer dollars 25 years after their program ended. Are we still paying? I mean, where is this money going when they have absolutely no legal authority to exist? How is this even working? Yeah. If we had a constitutional Congress, if we had a constitutionally fun uh, functioning Congress, you and I would be holding the purse strings, not Nancy Communist Pelosi, not Nancy Queen Pelosi terrorist, domestic terrorist Pelosi. No way. So if you don't understand that, you've got to go to chrisannhall.com. If you're watching on YouTube, the ticker's running right up there. You can't miss it. Go to chrisannhall.com. 
and you have to read the article that I wrote on the budget process. We will go ahead and I'll put the link in the show in on the show page so you guys can click to it there. But our House of Representatives are supposed to be the direct representatives of the people. And because they're the direct representatives of the people, the creators of our Constitution and of our federal government vested the entire budgeting process, spending process, in the hands of the House alone. Why? Because we are supposed to be continually controlling the House of Representatives. And yet we today, we have a government so out of control, the House controls the people. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. student of critical and reasoned thinking. Become a student of how our government is supposed to work so that we can get control of our government again. Look, we are on the upswing in this one. We are on the rise in power. We are on the, the process of getting back control of our government. But we as a people need to really, really, really understand just how much power and control we're supposed to have. This is supposed to be run by us. The federal government is supposed to be run by us. The federal government is supposed to be our mechanism. It's a tool. Our federal government is supposed to be a tool, not its own animate object. And so we, we really need to get back control of this. LibertyFirstUniversity.com will help you learn all of that. We have a whole course on the, on the power of the perks, on the power of the president, the judiciary, all of these things that we're supposed to be doing, we're supposed to be knowing. If we had been teaching the Constitution properly for the last 70 years, really, we haven't taught the Constitution properly for 176 years, but I'm just going to say, if we, we caught a snap and started teaching it right 70 years ago, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. We wouldn't have a House of Representatives that is completely untethered from any people and any form of government whatsoever. And we wouldn't have over $300 billion of our money floating out in some ether somewhere funding clown colleges in Argentina. JC asked me during the break, is that is that the new name, the new code word for CIA black sites, clown college in Argentina? Yeah, seriously. Why do we have to have this kind of... I, I don't know how, how Rand Paul can talk about that so calmly. How he just sits there. He, he probably knows a whole lot more. He just rolls his eyes and shakes his head. Look, $300 billion ticks me off because my child is picking up that debt. 
and our Congress is completely unhinged. Who knows what these people are going to try to do to our children in the future if this is what they're doing to us now. Now I want you to hear uh, a speech that Mitch McConnell, yeah, I know, Mitch McConnell, but here, we're liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. So when you get it right, you get it right. When you get it wrong, Katie, bar the door because I'm coming after you. But listen to what Mitch McConnell says. It's what I've been saying. I, I just do this for vindication, by the way, because it's what I've been saying for about two weeks now. Here's Mitch McConnell. House Democrats have wasted no time throwing fairness and precedent to the wind. Already, they've denied their Republican counterparts certain minority rights, like equal subpoena power that Republicans provided Democrats during the Clinton impeachment. Already, they've made clear that President Trump's counsel will not be allowed to participate in hearings, present evidence, and cross-examine witnesses, all important rights that Republicans provided to President Clinton. Already, one House chairman has been caught publicly mischaracterizing his committee's handling of the whistleblower inquiry on which this whole investigation hinges. So, Madam President, for all the public hyperventilating over institutional norms that we've heard from House Democrats in recent years, it appears they have no intention of letting norms, precedents, or basic due process stand in the way as they seek to cancel out a presidency. So I never thought I'd find the day where I was looking for vindication from Mitch McConnell. But look, when you've got crazy people out there doing crazy things, you've got to look for the sanity wherever you can find it. This is such and this is such an abomination to our constitution and the entire process of a Republican government. You have a committee of people can I just tell you, a committee of people who are trying to decide the fate of a sitting president over the will and the vote of the people. When are we going to realize just how serious the precedent is that this house is setting? Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris N. Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. serious this is. And maybe if I just sort of lay this out bottom shelf simple terms to, to kind of maybe make us think about what's really happening. We just had the House of Representatives vote on a resolution on the procedure for impeaching a president, creating rules to impeach a president. What kind of due process is that? What would happen if 
you're driving down the road and an officer arrests you. You're not quite sure what crime you've committed, but the officer doesn't like the way your car looks. Or maybe he doesn't like the way you were hanging your arm out the window. Or maybe he didn't like the music that you were playing in the car. Or maybe he just was having a bad day. He's grumpy and he needs some hormone therapy. What if the process then now comes to this? You are arrested. And while you're sitting in jail, the prosecutor's office meets with the judge. And they said, okay, we've got this guy in jail. Let us have a committee meeting and determine what crime it is that he's committed. If there isn't one, well, we'll, we'll just, we'll make it up as we go along. Now, while he's sitting there, you know, there are certain rights that we've afforded people in the past once they've been arrested. But for this guy, things ought to be different because, you know, in the past, we didn't have power. In the past, somebody else had power. So now that we have power, while this guy is sitting in jail, let's determine the procedure for his, his detention. How long can we detain him? Does he deserve a hearing? Will this hearing be held in public or should we do it in secret? Will we allow him to have a, a, a defense attorney? Can he call witnesses? Well, the judge says he ought to really be able to call witnesses. You know, we've got this whole due process thing. Fine, but we're in power now, so we'll allow him to call witnesses, but he has to ask our permission first before he can call witnesses, before he can issue a subpoena to have somebody testify on his behalf. Now, he'll also need to ask permission to cross-examine our witnesses as well, and we'll be in control of the clock. So guess what? If we allow him to cross-examine the witnesses that we bring, we're still in power. We're still in control. We can make the rules on how this goes. How long can we hold him in detention? Well, that's a very good uh, question there, Madam State Attorney. Let's see. How about you're in control? You decide. I want you to see what has happened here. Because we have had precedent that has been unconstitutional for years. And now we're going beyond unconstitutional precedent to create a completely tyrannical process. I wanna just say this out loud. I don't know if anybody else has said this out loud. JC sitting next to me, I'm sure he'll knock me off my chair if I'm wrong. But I want you to see this. When a government, and I'm talking about anybody because this is an attack on the due process of every single American. If they can do this to the President of the United States, they can do this in secret to you. And I would submit to you, they probably already are. Yeah, no probably about it. They're already doing it. But now, because they've been so bold at doing it to us, now they're gonna do it to the President of the United States. And now you get to see this. But when a handful of people in government Start making the rules as they go along to apply to a single person on in our country. That is a banana republic. That is 
the, the kind of laws that our founders built laws to prevent. What is that called, JC, when you create a law just for one person? I'm the lawyer. I should know that. I can't remember. The name is just slipped in. Oh, Bill of Attainer. That's right. These, they're, okay, it's not laws. It's rules. Well, they're creating rules of bills of of a bill of attainer. These rules are, are simply crafted around getting a single person. The same way they make laws to catch a same person. Bills of attainder are completely unconstitutional, and yet we're allowing the House of Representatives to do it. I can't say, I can't but just sit back and say, look, all these crazy, crazy people screaming for a democracy, and now we have a democracy of 400, where the majority of Congress, well, but that's the majority, 200, right? So you have the whole Congress voting. But the democracy is held within Congress. So the majority within the Congress rules America. There's your democracy, people. All of you, America is a democracy, not a constitutional republic. There's no governance for these people. They are above the rule of law. How can they not be above the rule of law? They're creating the rule of law as they go. This is just, this is outrageous. You know what makes me mad is it makes it sound like I'm some kind of Trump sycophant or something. But I want to tell you, this is not about Donald Trump. It's about 200 plus people who now believe that they, and believe, believe, and I don't know if they don't actually know it, that they are the oligarchy that now rules over America. If they actually vote, to impeach this president. Oh, Lord, help me. If they actually vote in the House and they get the votes to impeach this president, we are not a constitutional republic. Not. Do you know how these hearings are supposed to be, are, are being conducted, these rules that are being made, that the, the minority, that just the terms minority and majority are highly offensive to liberty to begin with. You see, a constitutional republic means that the people have equal representation in their House of Representatives. You have, it could be a group, big group of people or it could be a small group of people. They each have a, a representative. And that representative, in order to be an actual constitutional republic, that representative must have equal voice. You, you, cannot, you cannot have a minority. Okay, that's what we get when we have a duopoly system. When we've given in to the fact that we are ruled by two parties. You know, JC and I met with the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of South Africa. And the way South Africa runs, this is so crazy. This is, South Africa, by the way, is the constitution that Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that the rest of the world should follow. They shouldn't follow the U.S. Constitution. They should follow the Constitution of South Africa. No, she told Egypt to follow the Constitution of South Africa. And she said, because uh, she said that our constitution was written by a bunch of rich elite slave owners 
who wanted to have power for themselves and disenfranchised women. But the South African Constitution, you don't elect, elect candidates. You don't elect people. You elect a party, and then the party chooses their the president of the United States. So the people, I'm sorry, of South Africa. So, the, But, wow, was that not a Freudian slip? Isn't that what we do here today with our duopoly? We choose a, a party, and then the party picks the president of the United States. Now, I think that's why they hate Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump is not towing the party establishment line like every other Republican has, and even Reagan did to a to an extent. So he's Donald Trump is the first one who's gone in there and torn this all apart. But you see, what we have now is a people, 200 plus, who are now operating as if you don't get equal representation in Congress anymore because your representative is excluded from the skip. Your, your representative is excluded from the entire process. I had this conversation on Twitter with this total ignoramus. I, you know what I love? Sometimes in Twitter, they don't do their homework, so they don't know who I am. They just start running their mouths. And I said, they said, well, those congressmen can't go in the skiff because they don't have the right security clearance. Those security clearances are hard to get. And I... If, if she could have heard me laugh out loud, JC, do you know how? JC and I were in military intelligence. We know how many idiots got those security clearances. So don't tell me that it's supposed to be, you know. I said, look, those security clearances are not hard to get. There's a lot of people with them. She says, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, go away. You're dumb. But here's the thing. And I want to ask this to you to think about. If our representatives are assigned different levels of security clearance, meaning they're not allowed to see certain items that the House will be voting on, that the House will be deciding on. How do you have equal representation in Congress if your House member, when your elected representative, is excluded from these processes because somebody says they don't meet the standard? And the standard, who decides the standard? The standard is decided by who's ever in power. So what's to keep Nancy Pelosi from saying, well, you know, in reality, none of these Republicans actually meet the standard. Unless, of course, they agree with us. You know, you have your rhinos and your, and, and, and your Republicans that are actually Democrats. We'll make sure they have the proper security clearance and they get on the proper committee. This whole term junior rep and, and freshman rep and senior rep, that is offensive to liberty. That is disenfranchising every single person in America. And now we're seeing one of the biggest, biggest moves to deny your vote. See, this is what de democracies actually do. A democracy is mob rule when the majority decides that the rest of the world doesn't get a voice, then the only choice you have is to fight for your rights. But I'm only a stranger here. I'm a long, long way from my home. And I'm going to change all the things I've
I'm not pretending to be a patriot. I'm a patriot all the time. <laughs> hey, I want to remind you that you can become a supporter of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And just $5 a month, less than a venti latte, and you can uh, get exclusive benefits from that. All you have to do is text IMPACT2020. Now, that's one word, IMPACT2020, all one word. Impact 2020, see I'm no good at this, JC. Impact 2020, no spaces in there, to 33777. 33777 is the number you're dialing to. Then put in the text portion, Impact 2020, all one word, no spaces. And then you will be prompted to support us. If you become a supporter, we're going to have some really great things, newsletters, we're working on newsletters. We're going to have exclusive video chats where we can uh, talk about the things that are really important to you, question and answer, and uh, get you truly informed. This is available to those who become a supporter through Impact 2020 or those who become supporters through LibertyFirstUniversity.com. So if you're a student at LibertyFirstUniversity.com, you're already a supporter. If you're trying to decide between the two, go to LibertyFirstUniversity.com. You get to have, you get to be a student there as well and learn uh, from the, the materials that we have. If we can get everybody educated on the Constitution, if we can get everybody constitutionally minded, then guess what? We can keep up this momentum that we have, and we can we can seriously take over this thing. We talked about this in the show before last, about how, hey, we have the opportunity now because we are exerting more power than we've ever exerted before. We are in control, whether they like it or not. That's what um, Mitch McConnell said, the uh, public hyperventilating, that we're why they're hyperventilating. We're the reason Nancy Pelosi is losing her mind. We are the reason that the Democrats are going nuts. Because we have a force behind us that we are demanding these things be public. And I believe that because we are, we are exercising such a voice and such a force, that our representatives are getting bold. Matt Gates storming into these hearings and making a fuss. And now what do we have? We have representatives that are exposing this. Seriously, the day that Mitch McConnell steps up, the day that Mitch McConnell steps up and says, hey, um, this is wrong, you know there's some heat going on there. He's trying to keep his, his seat. We Oh, we had, oh, that's right, JC just reminded me. We had some Liberty Patriots in the uh, speaking to representatives in the not 
you know, like House representatives, but employees at the State Department today, a huge meeting at the State Department today. And we will be in Washington, D.C. next week. Thank you to everybody who has supported us in that uh, mission to Washington, D.C. If you still want to help us uh, fund that trip, just go to chrisannhall.com and click the donate button. And you can still help us uh, have breakfast in the morning, pay for the hotel, whatever you want to do. Partner with us and be a part of this. We are going to go up there. And we're going to shake Washington, D.C. We made so many great connections last time we were there. It's only going to get better this time. So I want to thank you for your support already. But look, you have to be a voice. Do not be proud of a silent majority. You have to become active. Call your representative. Call your senator. I don't care if they're a Democrat. I don't care if they're a Republican. Call them, call them, call them every day and tell them you are sick and tired of the way this is happening. You're sick and tired of no due process. You're sick and tired of the, your representatives not getting their voice. You want equal representation in Congress. God bless you guys. See you next time.